Welcome to the Raised with Jesus podcast, 10 minutes every day where the life of Jesus meets yours. You've got your daily Bible reading today from Ecclesiastes chapter 9. Ecclesiastes 9. Nevertheless, as I pondered all this in my heart, I wanted to make all this clear, that the righteous, the wise, and their works are in God's hand. Will there be love or hate? No one knows anything that is ahead of him. Everything turns out the same for everyone. One destination waits for the righteous and the wicked and the good and the ceremonially clean and the unclean, the one who brings sacrifices and the one who does not. As it will be for the good, so it will be for the sinner. As it will be for the one who swears an oath, so it will be for the one who is afraid to take an oath. This is an evil that infects everything done under the sun. Yes, they all share one fate. What's more, people's hearts are full of evil, and madness is in their hearts as long as they live. After that, they go to the dead. Now whoever is still joined to all the livings has hope, because a living dog is better than a dead lion. At least the living know that they will die, but the dead know nothing. They have no further reward, because all memory of them is forgotten. Their love, their hate, and their envy have already perished, and they will never again take part in anything done under the sun. Go ahead, eat your food with joy, and drink your wine with a happy heart, for God is already pleased with what you do. Wear white clothes all the time, always put lotion on your head. Enjoy life with the wife you love all the days of your life, that vanishes like vapor. The life which God has given to you under the sun, all the days that vanish like vapor, for that is your portion in life, and your reward from all the hard work at which you worked so hard under the sun." Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your strength, for there is no work, planning, knowledge, or wisdom in the grave where you are heading. I looked again, and I saw that under the sun the race is not won by the swift, nor the battle by the strong. Food is not given to the wise, nor is wealth given to those who have good judgment, nor is success given to those who have knowledge, because time and chance come upon them all. Certainly no man knows his time. Like fish caught in a deadly net, and like birds caught in a trap, people are trapped in an evil time which falls on them suddenly. I saw also this example of wisdom under the sun, and it impressed me. There was a small city that had few men in it. A great king came against it, surrounded it, and built great siege works against it. A poor man who was wise was found in it, and he saved the city by his wisdom. But no one remembered that poor man. So I said, Wisdom is better than might, but the wisdom of the poor man gets despised, and his words are not heeded. Words of the wise, spoken gently, should be heeded more than the rant of a ruler among fools. Wisdom is better than weapons of war, but one sinner destroys much good. This is the word of our God. In this chapter, Solomon undertakes the final two questions, final two questions that come before him, and that... If you were just looking at it from an external human perspective, without any knowledge based on the Word of God, without any knowledge based on the revealed Word of God of what is your relationship to God, then you would be totally confused and you would be left scratching your head. And the two topics that Solomon really takes up are, first of all, that death is the fate of all, and then secondly, that accidents or chance may happen to both the wise and the foolish, both the wise and the 
and the, the strong and the weak. Um, and so he says, you know, what is the what is the worth of all this under the sun? At the very first half of the chapter, that's kind of where he discusses the question of death being the fate of all. And he says, you know, one destination waits for the righteous and the wicked and the good and the ceremonially clean, the unclean, the one who brings sacrifices and the one who does not, as it will be for the good, so it will be for the sinner. And obviously he's speaking from the perspective of what can a person know under the sun? What can a person know based on observation, based on what we see? Not based on the revealed word of God, but based on the natural knowledge of God, based on the orderly process of things. And what we see is that each person, whether they are um, accomplished or not, (laughs) each person dies. And so he says, what is the point? Um, And he kind of crescendos up to verse 7 verse 7 through 9, I guess verses 7 through 10, because he says, you know, this is an evil that infects everything done under the sun. Yes, they all share one's fate, uh, one fate. What's more, people's hearts are full of evil. Ed Mandis is in their hearts as long as they live. After that, they go to the dead. And um, it doesn't seem like much has changed in the nearly 3,000 years since Solomon said these words. The length of our days is still 70 years or 80 if we have the strength. And we haven't found a way to educate out, to weed out, to constrict and restrain and provide enough rules so that we can avoid the sinful nature. And we haven't found medical technology that can preserve life beyond death. To um, We cannot avoid the reality of death because we never will, uh, because death is the payment for sin. And the only solution for sin is Jesus. And Jesus has accomplished that solution by dying himself and by rising from the dead so that you and I know from the revealed word of God, not on the basis of natural knowledge, but from the revealed word of God, you and I know that Jesus has made death the way in which he finally puts the sinful nature to death and that you and I will one day be raised from the dead. And so Solomon's words uh, for those who live under the sun Go ahead, verses 7 through 10. Go ahead, enjoy your food with joy, and drink your wine with a happy heart, for God is already pleased with what you do. And following, enjoy life with the wife you love all the days of your life. The vanishes like vapor, the life which God has given to you under the sun. Whatever your hands find to do, do it with all your strength. For there is no work, planning, knowledge, or wisdom in the grave where you are heading. And so when he says these words, he says, you know what? Um, make the most of today. You don't have to be running around chasing, chasing pleasure, but you do have to pay attention to what it is that God has given to you to do. Um, and again, talking about talking about that godly Christian vocation idea, uh, the idea that God has given to you people and responsibilities in this life, and it's good to enjoy them. I mean, it's not beneficial if if you're so harried and run down by the rat race that you cannot enjoy the work that God has given to you and that you cannot spend time with the people that God has entrusted to you because the end result is going to be the same. And what will come of your work if you spend, um, you know, a hundred hours a week, all of all your life, what will come of it? And he says, dear friend, take pleasure in what God has given to you today. Why? Because here's the truth. Um, because God is already pleased with what you do. And when he says that, that's like, 
the the word for the Christian um, that is even more even more true for the Christian than it is for anybody else. Because uh, speaking to somebody under the sun, you could say, "Okay, yeah, just go about your go about your work and choose a a good thing to do, a moral and upright vocation." But for the Christian, when he says that God is already pleased with what you do, you know that the truth is that your sin has been forgiven, that God is pleased with you on the basis of his work for you in Jesus Christ. And so finally, he concludes this section and he concludes kind of this this overall theme because chapter 10 takes on a kind of a new theme, um, but he concludes these problems that that one cannot parse out through wisdom. Um, He concludes that with the question of accidents and chance. Um, And verse 12 is, is kind of one of those to tuck in the back of your mind because it has obviously been proven right time and again, but it's a, it's a calm and prescient observation from King Solomon. Certainly no man knows his time like fish caught in a deadly net and like birds caught in a trap. People are trapped in an evil time which falls upon them suddenly. And sometimes we think that we can we can see what's coming and the pundits on, on talk radio or on television tell us what they that they know what is going to be coming, whether it's the, the market crash or the market boom or what even what sector of the stock stock market is going to take off next or or the results of, you know, the next election, you know, <laughs> fill in the blank. There's always somebody trying to predict the future in that regard. But what Solomon says here, um, certainly no man knows his time. That even though history repeats itself, or, um, or as one man said, it doesn't quite repeat itself, but it certainly rhymes, our study of history will not give us the ability to see into the future. No man knows his time. <laughs> An evil time may fall upon them suddenly. And that's kind of the that's kind of the the theme um, throughout history, of course, is that it's generally not a slow and steady regression. Um, that sometimes history just kind of goes along like normal, and then there are big events that change things quickly. Um, and so when he says these things, talking about accidents, talking about chance, we really have to end up in the same place as, uh, as Solomon does in verses 17 and 18, as he kind of concludes this, this larger section talking about um, the things that wisdom cannot win. Verses 17 and 18, words of the wise spoken quietly should be heeded more than the rant of a ruler among fools, and wisdom is better than weapons of war, but one sinner destroys much good. And so with these words, we are reminded Exactly as he said earlier, that from a human perspective, things all end up the same, that everybody dies and everything passes away, and that even the events of this world are somewhat left up to chance and accident. But you, dear Christian, you are wise, and you've got words of wisdom, not just, not just your own human wisdom to be able to add some advice to the time and to the day, but eternal words of wisdom from our Lord. And that has lasting value. That has lasting value that will supersede and succeed despite all the ups and downs of this world. And so as you go about your day, just take a moment and take some joy in that. Uh, don't get distracted by, by all the events of this world and wring your hands about them because 
We are but vapor, and we too will pass away. The great and the small, they pass away alike. But your Lord and his word endure forever. Take a moment to thank our Lord for that. Thanks so much for joining us here at the Raised with Jesus podcast. Uh, be sure to tune in this Saturday for Pastor Mike Zarling, Pastor Jeremy Leighton, in their next episode of our weekly feature, Thirsty. God bless your day.